Welcome back everyone to the Dragon Review. The wheel um, has been spinning and the pattern has decided that we're coming back again for a second season and here we are going to review episode four of the Wheel of Time season two. Um, I'm going to pass you over to Kel quickly just so he can tell you a little bit about this wonderful website we work for and the wonderful YouTube channel we have and what else you can find on it. Kel, why should the viewers Subs check us out? They should subscribe here on the Genreverse YouTube channel because, well, everything. Daily Cog, Breaking Geek Radio, The Cantina. We cover everything you can imagine in geek and entertainment, pop culture, anime reactions and reviews as well with AVR, AVR Squared. Check that out. All of the uh, reviews and podcasts go up on your favorite podcast apps like Spotify, uh, Google, Apple, whatnot. LRMonline.com, celebrity interviews from the LRM YouTube channel, written news reviews, including Cam's written reviews for the wheel of time which you can see right there and hey we do have some merch genreverse merch shop is open check out the link in the description box thank you Yay. Neil. Um, and we're going to do things a little bit differently just based on feedback so we're going to go straight into just spoilers because no one's kind of watching us um to to, to get non-spoiler reviews um we are still going to start off with just a grades a few sentences from each of us on what we thought of the episode and, uh, and then we'll just go straight into spoilers folks okay so um i oh i should say i'm cam that's kel that's christine i'm sure you'll be able to work <laughs> out which one of them is which um but uh We'll start with our yeah. resident Aes Sedai, Christine Grade, and what did you think of episode four of your team? Briefly. I don't know. This is kind of hard. Um, I'm going to say A minus, and the reason for it is I'm having chemistry issues. We got to see more of uh, Rand and Celine, and I'm just like, uh, I thought over time it'd feel a little better, so I was like, oh, I won't say anything. But with this, I was just like, it was good, except for that like little bit. I. You know, it's just hard to watch. We can maybe talk about that a little bit more when we get any in terms of. I think it's supposed to feel a little bit odd at that point, and I think I for knew book he was readers, say that. Oh, I think I for book readers, say that we would be annoyed if it didn't feel odd. Um, to be perfectly mm. honest, hey ho, Mister Malone, Kyle, what did you think? Great. Uh, overall, good. Uh, good episode. It had a lot of. Uh, uh, character moments the slap in the face from sister to sister was great I loved uh, Moraine's sister being like bitch I run things now yeah uh, that was that was a lot of fun uh, you get to see a little bit of change in Leandra which is which is interesting uh, in her stuff with um, uh, Nynaeve and uh, yeah, I think I'd give it a solid A A minus as well. I think it's I think it's a good cool. good episode. We are in agreement then because I was A minus as well in terms of what I gave it, which is a kind of you know I enjoyed it. I didn't really have many issues with it. Grade, um, it was just there was nothing to push it to that next level for me, yeah. which is it's absolutely fair. Uh, I didn't really have many oh. major gripes with it apart from one little uh, thing can... which we will talk about. Yeah, I was going to say, can, 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 I, can I give it a B plus just on editing? Just, just for that. Oh, that's a good a point. Second, that was so Once awful. Once you talk about it, there's one shot in this show, which is really, really bad. And oh, I don't so normally notice these things. Kel, I knew you would notice it because you always notice this sort of stuff. And I, I normally If I noticed it, it, it was bad. And and Kel did say you had you'd picked it up as well, Christine. And there's a shot where uh, Egwin looks at Nanny's uh, Sedai accepted ring and then the shot cuts back to a shot of Egwene and she does exactly the same thing and even leans forward that she just did two seconds ago to look at the ring and then it cuts to a different shot in the naive 
and it's just it's so obviously misplaced that you will you will notice it. I'd be really surprised if anybody watches that and doesn't like double take at that bit and almost. I mean, go, yeah. did, did you know I there was a, a second take of that of that uh, reaction shot. A set. You know there has to be a second take that, that they, they maybe didn't like pulled. and they had taken. I just let's throw they that one to, in instead. There was something to, to pull a, a few frames than that. from because. It's even just if it, a few even frames, if it had been man. a different frame from elsewhere, yeah. But see, because it was the one we had just seen, it's that primacy, primacy recency thing. It was shot, yeah, shot, shot. You know, so that it was literally, you know, it was the third shot of the se- second time they had used it in three shots. So yeah, yeah, a little bit of an editing issue there. Obviously, not going to specifically affect people's grade, but it's mm-hmm. one of those things that's going to annoy you every time you rewatch this. I did say they should mm-hmm. change it. Kel, you said no, they should leave no. things in and like a Starbucks coffee cup. Leave the leave yeah, the Starbucks, Starbucks coffee cup. cup. Leave I the jeans guy. I kind of wish the Starbucks coffee cup. In all honesty, because I think it was, yeah, but. Yeah, probably. It was the final seasons of Game of Thrones and they're about crappy. Anyway, even whenever you watch it, it's yeah. kind of tiny stop after season six and just go, nah. They don't uh, exist here, so it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> She's so waiting on, to, I guess, on get Martin right to finish the real one. Thoughts, what's going on? Obviously, we've got um, the main stories that we're seeing is Nanaeve and Eglin and kind of like the, the aftermath of what happened to Nanaeve last week. Um, and then we've got the Rand and Celine story. And obviously we get quite a big revelation in this episode about Selena's actually Lanfear. Um and Lanfear is one of the Forsaken, the, the kind of chief lieutenants, if you like, of the of the main bad guy. She's she's down the wrong on Ishmael, who we've met already. Um he's the kind of chief bad guy, if you like, uh, under the the dark one. Uh but it is worth he's pointing the out that she's, she's a two the star. most powerful female channeler. So in terms of the, even if you go by the books, in terms of power levels, men can be very, not all the time, but the, the highest end can be more powerful than women. Rand sits at the top of that for a man. Lanfear sits at the top of that for a woman. So yeah. as a female and male channeler, those two together um, would be more powerful than anyone else. Anyway. She, uh, she almost tried to make a baby with him. Yeah. Or absorb his power, maybe. Yeah, probably that, but... You don't want to say yet. I don't know if that would actually theoretically work. But anyway, I don't know. That 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 that's one of those kind of ones that you'd need to put in the wheel of time sub and have people debate whether that could actually happen for three or four mm. weeks before we would get anywhere on that, I think. Um but um <laughs> what was the other story? Pairn, we got a, just a little bit of a snippet a bit, of him, the bit. wolves, and he can kind of start to see some wolf stuff that's happening and he doesn't really understand why. And then we had land. Matt and men in a bar. For yeah. one scene, and we see that Min um, has been sent there by Leandrin, but really who she was said to meet was Ishmael himself, who I don't think was actually there, I will point out. I don't, I don't know if Emdale's so worked that out yet. I don't think he's physically no, there. Some, I think that's that was some cool dreaming. editing. That was some cool editing with the way, the way it kind of jumps skips little and, bits and stuff. Yeah. yeah I think and, that was and even to show you coloring. that he's not physically there. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but it made it creepy and it made it more intense so i i appreciated that we will mm-hmm. eventually you know probably this season uh we'll, we'll touch on it a little bit uh discover a little bit more about how the forsaken can kind of see me come into people's dreams and all that sort of stuff because this will become a key theme as we as we move on and if kind of further seasons grapes good parts let's start with good parts what did you like about the show christine 
Um, well, you had mentioned the sisters because, yeah, it's like Moraine just always wants to walk in like, I own this shit. And it's just like, <laughs> girl, no. Um, so it was it was fun to see. Um, as far as anything else, uh, I liked the, the bonding with the wolves, um, with Perrin and... Uh, Perrin and not, not Heimdall or he Heimdall's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Do they kill the it? yellow like, eyes and things like that. Well, no, it's it's well, the well a little bit, oh, like that, the, the, but the, the yellow the eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so, and yeah. seeing stuff from afar. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited so. for you guys to find out more about that because it's one of the stories that's been very slowly building. You know, mm -hmm. we really don't have much. There was like little teases in season one, but nothing more. Whereas in the books, can... he meets Elias in the first book. I can see something in the in the future where. Not maybe not on the scale of of Gandalf the White showing up, but here comes Perrin and an army of wolves from across the planet to help out. Like I can see something like that happening in the in the future, which would be which would be cool. Or in all maybe honesty, the opposite. He finds himself on the other even, side. It gets even cooler than that. There's a bit ah, of hate for you. It gets cool. even cooler okay. than that. What happens with Perrin? That is cool. <laughs> you just hear like a lone howl from from a mount from a hillside I mean, on, on the battlefield, and there's definitely going to be a bit of that. But, but actually, Perrin's <laughs> Perrin's abilities go far beyond ah, uh, what you're seeing at the moment. But. No spoilers. Adds, so we'll just, yeah, we'll just sell some hate. Yeah, he adds cats. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought all that was great. I also really loved the the sister stuff. That that was a lot of fun. Uh, um, it's it's interesting. I I had mentioned last week. I think uh that they are kind of digging at some of the uh while some people might see nothing but you know pro feminism on the on the surface they are digging at some of the negative aspects of uh i don't want to say women in society but female society female it's not even cold how women hate each how other how extreme it can be yeah, yeah. things things like that things mm. like that uh you get a, a test of that or a taste of that when uh leandra i think it was comes in to talk to uh the lady that's sitting in as the head yeah, of as the Leanne, tower for right the, now. Yeah, um, yeah. She's the keeper of the, she's like staying in charge of the... I yeah, and, and even though she she may have either a legit reason for doing things the way she does or an ulterior motive, the interaction between them is just straight up catfighty, if that makes yeah. sense. No, that, I mean, is that how you felt, got Christine? That yeah. absolutely right from the books as yeah. well because that is how they are in the books. And, you know, the and they're about. digging at some of that on how... Uh, women can be other women's worst enemy, even in the face of, say, danger from a from a man or something like that. And I I appreciate that touch of of realism there. Yeah, you know, like we can we can unite and then we can also like come at each other. Same as men, you know. Ultimately, yeah. that's the point that it, it, you know that you know it's, it doesn't matter really. You're but just, there's if we're all humans that are still going to have issues with people and. You know? But in in story, especially in 2023, you are in the 20s these days. <laughs> it's so weird saying that because we no, when we grew up old, talking 20s. about the 20s, I know it was in school. Old, it was we're thinking time, 19, wasn't it? 1920s, yeah, yeah, right? Weird, but yeah. nowadays, to see someone literally call out a negative aspect, you know, in a female part of society, is somewhat refreshing in an era where you get. Not all, 
but you you do get those characters or stories where it's just like the the a four scene yeah. in in game uh, is yeah, a prime yeah, example. I mean, so I, I appreciate um, them not doing that with with this. And, um, so. and I think you have to remember this series was written in the nineties. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not oh, it's not yeah. like ancient ago like Tolkien's work as far as we yeah. like before we were born. But it's in our lifetimes, oh, but don't don't it's don't get me started. A very different issue from, from the political way we find ourselves. Yeah, now. don't get me started on how how um. For and I mean this in the more traditional sense, not the modern sense. How woke the '90s were, like literally, how far advanced. You think of what Joss Whedon did for girl power and uh, LGB representation on screen with things like Buffy, mm -hmm. long before <laughs> any anything the CW has done in the last 15 years was a was an itch in someone's pants. Yeah, the '90s definitely had a had more more of a finger on the pulse of society than people realized. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Anyways. So <laughs> what about, I was saying my, my uh, likes. Uh, I like, I like really like the Moraine story as well, actually. And what I'm going to say is that's not in the books. The The history is in the books that this mm. is, that she is a sister of, you know, this family, this important family in Kirin and Demandred. So that's all lorely accurate, but you know, it's not doesn't really happen on screen, and I've actually really appreciated that because I thought it was yeah. um, some interesting dynamics to see, and it fits with the way Harinan is, which is the most political city in um, in the Wheel of Time universe. There's a lot of powerful families, you know, that are all vying it's for control, and and you know, <laughs> he called it. There's a a name that they probably haven't mentioned yet, Dias Damar, um, which is the means the game of houses. You know, which this was before Game of Thrones had ever even flashed <laughs> into Martin's mind, by the way. And he definitely, in my opinion, took a lot of influence from he took that little part of this story and made that a big part of his of his story mm. when he when he did it. But there is this kind of political infighting and trying to get one shit on each other. And I think we'll probably get a little bit more of that going forward. So I can appreciate seeing that from Moraine's point of view for sure. Any grapes? Did you guys have any grapes apart from that one scene that should have been edited? <laughs> Christine, mm. you chemistry thing? Oh, you yeah, said, yeah, that... I just... I, I didn't feel it in the beginning, but I figured, you know, it wasn't going to be important, so it didn't really matter. But then, like, you keep seeing more of these two characters interacting, and I'm just like, I don't see it. And it bugs me where it's like they're they're throwing around the word love, and I'm just like, but I'm not getting that. So See, it's like the only thing that I find frustrating because I should at least feel a little something there between them. And it's just kind of it just feels a little forced. Like and, uh, and I yeah. think part of it for me, even after the reveal was like, well, if she if she wanted him to believe it, then their chemistry should have been more believable. The only exactly the only thing I could think of after you said what you said, Cam, which I knew in the back of my mind, I was like, he's gonna say <laughs> he's I gonna think it's it meant up. to be that that way. Is it yes. is it meant to be that way because she she realized how easy he was to manipulate? Like mm. is that is that why? Like does the book give context that she's basically playing with a little boy mentally if you if you will and then she doesn't put in the effort 
Yeah, because it's Cause like, like I hear the, the words, thing. but I don't yeah. see it. You know. Right. So what you have to remember here is that in the book they never have sex with each other. Mm. All right, it oh, doesn't okay. go that far. She's just right. a mysterious stranger that he meets in slightly different circumstances. Mm. But he is drawn to her beauty. He's attracted to her. All of these things. Um, and but like as a reader, you know that everybody's what you're you're thinking as a reader. Why are it? Is, because he's with Pern and all these other people at the same time when he meets her, and you're like, why are you falling for this? This is so obviously someone who's out to get you. You can see that right away when you're reading it. So you're almost like, has she got him under some sort of control or some lap? Which, by the way, is possible. I'm just going to say that she could yeah, be doing okay. that. Um, I have to be very careful with what I see here because I think the, you'll definitely get some um, sort of some of these answers late, later on. Um, but I think to go to your love thing, um, I think the key thing about the love statement is I don't think Rand is telling her at the time, I need to go away from you because I love you. I think he's saying it more rhetorical. I have to leave the people that I love. What is interesting is her reaction to that, that she seems to be quite pleased that he has said that at that point. Yeah. Um, mm. And you're like, Where's that coming from? Because prior to that, she's been kind of like, no, I loved someone in the past. That's yeah. the only person I'll ever love. This is just a this is just a fake thing for us. But clearly that's not the case. I can't go into why, but there's a connection there. Yeah. Put it this way, there's a connection between Rand and, and Celine that goes back. And we'll more. just leave it at that and find out more. Okay. But I think you'll understand the way they've done it eventually maybe be next season before okay. we get there but okay. i think you will but for the moment at least we can say she's a forsaken mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and she was clearly the person that you heard uh, when ishmael goes to that place and he breaks that moon dial um you see him you hear him see the name lanfear mm-hmm. so that is her that came up in that sort of blood-soaked situation that was her previously so for whatever reason he seems to have he's been he's keep an eye on all the other heroes if you like but he sent Celine or Lanfear as we can call her now because I, I won't use the name Celine anymore because it's a stupid name and she's Lanfear um, mm, okay. uh, and you know he's kind of set Lanfear on um, Rand for the time being yeah. but I guess we won't say any more on that but yeah no I totally appreciate what you're saying Christine because you don't have that context to be able to play off with that but I think mm. sometimes mm-hmm. you know It'll be one of those things where you look back in it in a couple of years' time after when you're in season five or something like that, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that, that kind of makes sense now because I know yeah. where this actually, More you know what's going, going on like in it. her head. But at the moment, you can only under, you only understand Rand's position here a little bit. You don't understand where she's coming from, and there's a lot more kind of to, to it than that. Do you have any breaks with it specifically? Uh, I so the. The stuff with Lan right now is really freaking boring. Um, didn't Moraine? Didn't Moraine tell him go to the White Tower? Uh, and then she said that her her friends there would would ride with him and get him there. And then we just flash to him just living there and you know about to be invited into the fold. Where does the third one go? Go. There's plenty of hands and orifices. Okay, we've all seen things on Take the internet. And- I, I I know that 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 that's not the problem here. The problem is why did we not go to the White Tower 
or is that something that's just going to happen later? And if it is going to happen later, then they did a really shitty job of kind of connecting those those two moments. Lan, I'm leaving you. Go to the White Tower and, and do X, Y, Z. And then all of a sudden we're just there, just hanging out without an even, I put off my mission or we're going to go later or you know what I'm saying? I just, it felt kind of choppy and in a in a series where we've already pointed out a few things that kind of lack context for non-book readers, it was a little, as of right now, disappointing. Okay, I, I have agree, something to say. Okay. But you, I'll let you go first, Crystal. Okay, because like for me, I didn't really have that problem because it's like with Lord of the Rings, you're watching a series where there's a lot of traveling, so mm. maybe you don't want to see all of right. it. But, but so like for me, s skipping didn't really bug me. Um, and as far as like not going to the White Towers, because it's like, yeah, she tells him to do that. But after what she has said to Lan, it's like, I don't want to listen to you. I could have. So one thing would have made it all all better for me is a line that says, since we've returned from the White Tower and then we don't need to see what happened there. I Like, I agree okay. with you that I didn't need to see them go there. I needed to acknowledge why, why. We didn't see them go there. Whether that's I've, it I've got a better off line that could have happened. We, did, in previous we didn't episodes. go at all. What, okay. what do you got? Instead of sending him to the White Tower, she should have said, "I'm sending you to Alana." There you go. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that because too. that is Anything the key point. It's not yeah. necessarily the White Tower. It's Alana, and that so there, did there do you do explain go. in the books. Yeah, there's a reason for that. And in that's books, fine. I just Alana needed has something a lot to more than two reconcile. She has quite a few warders, Alana, mm -hmm. but she specializes in taking warders. And she's also one of the people who specializes in trying to rehabilitate warders who their Aes Sedai has been killed. She'll take yeah. over the bond, try and reintegrate them kind of thing, and then move them on to another Aes Sedai. And part of that That's integration, cool. by the way, is sex if they feel like yeah. it she's 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 absolutely cool with that that's that's she's one got of her quite kind of, the libido yeah <laughs> she, it's just it's also a technique she uses to try and break people's sort of suicidal tendencies we saw in season mm -hmm. one what happened to Stepan. Uh, mm -hmm. but this is a different situation because the bond hasn't necessarily been broken between lan and murray not in the same way that like a death would and like um, it's been masked for a while any yeah. anyways I just um, needed something to reconcile. So I that, agree. I think they, they could bit. have given us a bit more information about why he's there with Alana, mm -hmm. because that is explained mm -hmm. in the book. And for a book reader like me, I can just ignore that because I know, oh, he's got, he's with Alana now. Cool. You know that happens a bit later in the books, but I know why this is happening. Um, but for you guys, yeah, absolutely, it doesn't really kind of stress that. Yeah. Other than that, man, I'm I'm good. It's it's fun. Uh, All right. I'm so, ready to see a next episode sort of series side of things then. Um, we all seem to be moving towards Erinan, right, at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's where Matt has been sent to, or Min's been sent to, to kind of take Matt there. Um, we um, have Rand kind of there already. Moraine is now there. But they have, they've just said they need to leave right enough uh, because they've also just killed Lanthia, who has seemingly immediately... Dis yeah, disabled. Seem immediately be coming back to life. Did you notice her eyes changed colour a little bit when she when she opened them after a second? I didn't notice that. I, I noticed her, her face being in a almost smile and then her throat, you know, healing up. I didn't yeah. notice the eyes. Yeah, I'll have to go back and look. You you may want to look. They kind of get dark 
and and there's actually I don't want to kind of spoil exactly what it is or anything like that, but it, you know, um, there's other abilities that they have access to that we haven't seen so far. Let's say, mm. however, it also proved a bit of a kind of controversial point amongst the fan base. This one, all right. The question was now in the books when the Forsaken get killed, they absolutely can come back from the death, right? But it doesn't. It's not easy. The Dark One has to mm. find them a new, if you like, meat puppet and put their soul <laughs> into a new body, and then they can come back and even torment some of them at times, um, which I won't get into. But um, some fans were worried about, is this her being resurrected by the Dark One immediately? Have they made it as immediate that in the show? And I'm not sure it's necessarily going down that, that route, if I'm perfectly honest. Um, I think it's a possibility. But the question is then, is that a good thing for a show? Would you rather that the that they're so powerful enemies that, that that one can literally just bring them back from the death? Um, or would you prefer that they disappear and come back as, later on in a new body? But I think that would get confusing, maybe. And um, expensive for multiple actors and yeah. actresses. That's yeah, like with, as well, yeah. Yeah, with, with like reading a book, you know, like there's there's so many pages that you can put in, but with like screen time, you only have, you know, certain episode you know, like times, like yeah. how long an episode can be and how much you can put in a season. So I'm thinking that they're probably going to skip doing that then. And I'm that, a, that's I'm my a big guess, fan. anyway. Um, yeah. And, and I think I'm, it raises a... the, the threat factor of the Forsaken a little bit if you can't just kill them <laughs> that's what the way anybody else would be killed. I'm a big fan of slasher flicks and the Terminator. So having something that is nigh indestructible is fine with me i'm i'm okay with it especially if you use it in a way of algamating the the story stuff into the logistics of not being able to have all these different actors and actresses and stuff for yeah because I, I honestly did think how that, are they going you know? to do that like like in a yeah. book if you read the name lanfear and you're reading lanfear by the last book you, you've got the same image as your head that you had when she was first introduced as a character even though you know, she's maybe she's bodies a couple of times, right? But to do that in a show and get a different actor every time and say, I'm this person, you know, just I just don't think that would work, to be honest. Yeah. I don't, I don't really have much more. I, would, I mentioned the thing about uh, Perrin. Uh, I think there's still too many things up in the in the air for me to really even have a feel of where we're, we're heading now, except for why are they all going to the one place? <laughs> uh to unlock something it may it might even have something to deal with that horn we might see Patton Fane make his way there uh uh shortly it might be to unlock the next general or the dark one themselves and and bring them back like okay. that's that's what I think is this season's deal mm. any other theories from you Ben? I just I thought it was kind of strange that um uh, Nynaeve and Egwene were were told about what's going on, mm. and well, Nynaeve and then to Egwene, but it was just like, you know, she's going to do something, so why share? So I'm wondering what's going to happen with that next episode. I think it's but what's then, her name? Uh, when they turn up, she's kind of waiting on them there, isn't she? And yeah. then and she immediately I, says that Elaine is a complication, and then just both. And I, I think, so I think that that's about? too. That's that's her setting up the actual like alibi, if you will. So she convinces them to go do something that makes it look like they're breaking the rules. 
mm-hmm. which will enable something, some protocol, or put them in a in a place where she will be able to more easily. What do you think her aim is here, they, Leandrin? Because I have to be careful about what I say because I know what her aim is. So I don't know, but it's like you know, you just almost got Egwene caught. But but yeah, you're right with the whole waiting there. But yeah, I think it's um, the rich girl trying to get you know. Get rid of her, maybe. I don't know. Like a no. like a rivalry thing. Like so you don't think yeah, she's like, evil. Like, we like, don't think she's bad. Or no, no. It's good, just like the position of or... like like um who who she is, who her family is. Like maybe there's something there that could be. Mm. It's like you get on my nerves. I you know. Get I think here. her her ultimate goal, uh, Leandra. That that is. I think her ultimate goal is probably similar to. Moraine's in wanting to bring an end to you know the the bad stuff and and stop what is potentially coming and this is her side of it but of course here in the show they're wanting to show her you know be this you know mean bitch and and all of that and then you find out later on oh they're one in the same they're same same goals yay all happy fans so that's why I said yeah. I think I think this is designed as something to uh better get the pieces where she wants them. Interesting. Mm. I wasn't sure what ways we're going to go with that answer, so I had a potential bit of foreshadowing that I was going to tell you about that happened in a previous episode. I'm mm. not going to tell you what that was now, because we'll wait <laughs> okay. until that actually comes up, and then we'll talk about how there's a very big clue that's already been shown within the show as to what um, is going on with Leandrin, but we won't talk besides about her, what that Besides is. her boy? Which, yeah, which season? This that. season? Uh, is it in th- yes, this season? In season two. Okay. In season two. Okay, then I'm going to try to find it. <laughs> <laughs> you, it'll be very hard to spot. And, but see, as soon as oh. I pointed it out to you, you'd be like that. Oh, yeah. That, oh, wait, okay. wait a minute. Okay. That doesn't. That, uh, uh, you know, it'll be one of those kind of things. But if you can spot it, you can spot it. Um, okay. Just remember the rules of the universe that has been established so far if you're looking for a clue. That's all I will say. Because um, okay. so there's some rules get broken. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, anything else to say about this week, or should we wrap up? Wrap it up. I wrap it up. If you watch this week, thank you very much for watching. We will be back for episode five. We are all clearly enjoying it at the moment. I've heard most of the fans online that are willing to give it a chance have been really a lot more impressed with season two than season one. So, all good. See you next week. Mm-hmm.